0: This is Alex Moskowitz of the Emery Wheel and Aaron Perlstein of BPA Hoops. Oh, James. James You're listening to the Sixth Man Podcast on Anchor.fm. Welcome back, folks, to our third episode Season 2 of the Sixth Man Podcast, solely focused on the National Basketball Association. As they said in the hangover, the NBA is back. We are getting the NBA back. And we're the that's, that's, Sorry, I got a little bit carried away there. Yeah. The NBA is finally back. Yeah. So, we are here to talk about the remainder of the NBA season that will feature 22 teams in Orlando. Spanning from July 31st until mid-October. So, Aaron, give me the details surrounding the restart plan. Give me dates. When am I going to finally be able to, to see NBA basketball play? Together? Yeah,
1: so uh, right now the plan is to start July 31st with this 22-team format in Disney World uh, in Orlando. Um, they're going to bring 13 from the Western Conference and 9 from the East. So that takes all the 8 playoff teams from both. And then, additionally, they're going to take the Washington Wizards, who's the nine seed in the East. They're going to take Trailblazers, Pelicans, Kings, Spurs, and Suns from the West. Um, this, this is because um, they're going to be doing a eight-game regular season before they start any kind of playoffs. So, you know, those eight games are going to affect the standings, affect um, what will be the playoff, you know, outcomes and matchups, and then... If uh, the eight and nine seed are within four games, they're going to do a kind of elimination game to see who the eight seed is to do it
0: a little bit fair and help everyone out. And what is this elimination game? Is it going to be one game, winner take all, or what's the deal with that?
1: It, it basically, I think if the nine seed finishes the regular season within four games of the eighth um the number eight seed would enter into a double elimination tournament with the number nine seed. And um,
0: yeah, I mean, I think
1: the number so, eight. Seed- so
0: basically the nine seed would have to lose once to be knocked out and yeah, the exactly. eight seed would have the to lose The number eight twice. seed
1: would have to just win once. The number nine seed would have to win twice. Interesting. Yes.
0: Very, very interesting.
1: You know, I think obviously this is horrible situations and people could be upset about their team isn't in it, you know, they, whatever. Uh, I think this just shows how much more progressive the NBA is than every other sport. You know, they sat down, they figured it out. They didn't stop until they had a plan and uh, we'll see some NBA basketball, regardless of how the situation or how it is. Like, like we all know this season's going to have an asterisk next to it. Like always, you know, the fi- the winner of this finals, is going to like, no one is really going to take them very seriously, but um, you know, it just shows that they tried. They're figuring it out, and they're doing the best they can.
0: And they're going to make some money too. Yes, I And mean, they're not I'll be stupid. All that revenue, of course. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, I'm I'm devastated. I won't see the beautiful basketball played under my Knicks again this season. I'm going to have to go nine months without seeing my my incredible franchise take the floor. Yeah, um, I'm going to miss RJ Barrett chucking up threes. Uh, Julius Randle shooting 27 percent from three. Um, hey, I don't get to see. I'm my I miss either. all those guys. <laughs> I, to say, I don't
1: get to see my team
0: either, but so
1: it is what it is. Yeah, I mean they don't fucking deserve it.
0: They're an ass. They're they're terrible, terrible, terrible team. Knicks are a horrible organization. Jim Dolan is the worst owner in sports, and that's all there is to it. So. Obviously, you broke down that the new restart plan for us. So from this new restart plan, who are some teams that you see benefiting the most?
1: I mean, obviously, you can say that the teams that are given a second chance kind of being able to get into that eighth seed are definitely people that uh, will benefit. You know, the Suns, the Spurs, even though it'll be a hard hill to climb, you know, they only get eight games to kind of make up – the game's back. They are behind. And NBA fans get to see more Zion too. That's true. That's true. I think that was definitely a pivotal point for the NBA trying to get Zion into the playoffs. Um, you know, another winner, I think, um, I, I mean, I would say the wizards, I mean, they, they started, they were playing pretty well in the beginning, uh, in the end of the year. And, uh, you know, they kind of tried to figure it out and figured stuff out and, um, you know, hopefully they can, you know, build on the momentum and, you know, compete for the eight seed.
0: Yeah. I mean, for me, obviously you're talking about the teams on the fringe, but I'm talking about the teams in the current playoff picture Mm -hmm. who could honestly make a run at the championship. Right. And one team that I see in that, in the middle of that, in Eastern conference, right in the middle there, because there are a lot of teams aside from the bucks who are kind of, grouped together. And I think you go two through seven and, or sorry, two through six. And you see all those teams could end up getting to the Eastern Conference finals. But one team in particular for me are the Indiana Pacers, because I saw what they did with Victor Oladipo last season before he got injured, where they were one of the better teams. They, uh, I think they were the five seed seed if I can remember correctly. Mm -hmm. And they struggled down the stretch because Victor Oladipo wasn't there, their leading scorer. He tore in his ACL. And he just came back right before the restart. He played 13 games. He'd struggled a fair amount. He shot 39% from the field. And I think this three- to four-month break will do him wonders. He'll come back strong, and he'll come back ready to play. And I think the Indiana Pacers will benefit – a ton because they'll have their star man back and i think they could make a run at the eastern conference finals i don't think they'll beat the bucks even with victor oladipo but i think they could make a run yeah uh, I team for me I, mean,
1: I think it would take a lot more than an efficient victor oladipo to kind of push them past let's see i mean i think they're the sixth seed right now
0: um, are, Yeah,
1: the five seed they're the five seed so i mean they first have to get past miami heat and then they have to go on heat we're to play. struggling
0: Towards the end before and they the have to restart. go play the
1: Bucks in the conference semis, so I don't really see them
0: going to That's conference. That's true. Time. But they're right in the middle there. They could go with this eight game regular season, they could move anywhere from three to three, anywhere from three to six.
1: More or less. That,
0: team that, is, that would take with a lot all time those teams time. that are within three to four games of each other. Mm-hmm. So another team that I see as a huge winner are the Los Angeles Clippers. Yeah. I mean, if, I mean, the the only loss that they had before the, before, during the regular season with all their main contributors healthy was to the Lakers. I think they were 10 and one with all of their main contributors healthy. So, I mean, you saw what happened last year when, when Kawhi was rested, given that he only played 60 games in the regular season and he wreaked havoc on the rest of the league and he, he dominated Giannis to propel them to the finals and beyond and to, to winning the championship. So I see the Clippers as a huge winner. Also, another added bonus is that even the, the most likely scenario would have been in the Western Conference Finals, you see the Clippers versus the Lakers. And even when the Clippers have home, home advantage, like the arena is at least 30% full of Lakers fans yeah at least thirty percent right so they don't really have that home home advantage that the Lakers do right so I think the clippers will be huge um will reap huge benefits on the fact that this will be hosted at a neutral site uh in orlando and actually, to go back to it, I think
1: one of uh one of the teams that um <clears throat> might benefit from this is, you know, a lot of, like, a team, I know people would think about this the other way, but the Utah Jazz, I know they had a lot of, obviously, drama to end the season with Rudy Gobert and Dominic Mitchell, and they kept saying that the team, the relationship is, you know, they, they can't fix it. But I, it, it seems like, from sources, that they've kind of figured out that they, you know, they'll play basketball together, they'll still have a somewhat of a, <clears throat> a good relationship, and uh, I think, That whole situation, even though it was bad, I think it brought the team together. And I think uh, they'll have good chemistry coming out of the break.
0: Yeah, I could see that. I mean, you could also argue the other way. Right, of course. Because there needs to be a fair amount of trust in order to capture – I mean, I'm not even looking at them as an NBA championship contender. But to even get through the Loaded West to the Western Conference Finals against the Lakers or Clippers – Right, it's going to take a lot of trust, uh, a lot of trust between the team's two best players. So, yeah. I don't know about the Jazz. So, Aaron, obviously, yeah. we talked about winners. Now we have to talk about lo- Talk about some losers. Right. So, who will be the team's most hurt from the restart? Um, and first the fact off, that it's that, played on a neutral venue.
1: I mean, I, I would say probably the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. Um, you know, they were twenty nine and two at home. Um, you know 10 and 24 on the road they clearly showed a more uh, like ability to win on the win on at home other than the road and obviously this is an hour in Orlando now in a neutral site you know I could see them definitely having struggles you know based on just how much they had to depend on winning in in the um, at home I mean they're still the seed. people thought they could be the one seed in the east Um, they obviously under underperformed this year and if you know if they still continue these woes away from Philadelphia, it could definitely
0: mean struggles for them. I completely agree. They had the best record of any team in the NBA at home this season. And the worst of any team in the playoffs, currently in the playoff picture, on the road. That's an insane split. And it was clear that those Philly fanatics gave them a huge boost. And – but in my opinion, the Philadelphia Sixers, they're an enigma. They are the biggest wild card coming out of this restart because obviously you look at the home road splits and you say they're playing a neutral court. They're not going to have that home, home court advantage. There's no way in hell they're going to make a run. But at the same time, their big man has shown that when rested and when healthy, he's a wrecking ball. He's a force to be reckoned with. And... Having Joel Embiid rested because of this huge layoff between the regular season and the restarted regular season, in my opinion, could mean that the Philadelphia Sixers could will make a run in these playoffs. So they're a huge enigma for me. Uh, another team that I think will be hurt a ton from the restart is the Miami Heat, the team with the second-best home record. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they were 27-5 and at home. And a lot of their success in general, given their lack of star power outside of Jimmy Butler, was built on team chemistry, all movement, shooting the three. And that all comes with time. Right. And the fact that they are going to be rushed into this restart and only have eight regular season games to prepare for the playoffs, I don't think they'll get it ready. I don't think they'll get it. I don't think they will get their uh offense fully calibrated. Definitely impossible. also, they they struggled during the they struggled before the the before before the season was even ended. They kind of hit a wall. So, I could definitely see them losing the first round of the playoffs. I do not expect them in any way to make a run.
1: Interesting. That's definitely, you know, obviously interesting, I think <clears throat> in the West we're going to see Things that we really weren't expecting to see. I mean, this, I think this whole situation has a bigger impact on people on the team's game than people think they do. I think, you know, a lot of teams, they took a real stingy approach to this COVID 19 reaction. You know, a lot of them didn't let them practice, a lot of them didn't even let them leave the house. You know, some were a little more flexible and kind of created some ways for them to train, but. You know, don't expect these teams to come out and just look like they did before the pandemic,
0: you know? Especially teams that rely on the three ball and fitness. Right. Listen, Giannis Antetokounmpo didn't have a basketball hoop at his house, so he didn't shoot for a month during the pandemic. Right. And teams like the Houston Rockets, who shoot the most threes of any team ever created – Right. They need their legs and fitness in order to be successful. Mm-hmm. And they struggled anyway after Clint Capella, their center, was traded. So I really do not see them as a team that can get back to the Western Conference Finals. I could they guess- are definitely one of my losers. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to us break down the NBA uh, and its restart. The new plan that Woj has recently or uh, just broke to us today. So uh, we will see you next time. Thank you.